What is going on, my fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I'm the number one business coach for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Every single week, I drop five new episodes around attracting new clients, converting new clients, and delivering an amazing service for your online coaching business. We have almost a thousand episodes for you to scroll through and get value from. In these episodes, are absolutely timeless. So sit back, relax, and let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we're going to be talking to our clients. This is Podchats. I'm here with your boy, the one, the only, the midget, the short guy, the guy that's no taller than 5'1", the guy that's smaller than me, Cole Silva. What's up, dog? Oh, and he's silent too. Just don't say shit and make you sit there in awkward silence all the whole time. <laughs> I, I ain't awkward. I feel great. Let's get into today's episode and let's bring up our first guest, Dustin Eaglestad. What's up, King? What's up, boys? Back again. Another week. Podchats. Excited to be here as always. Today, I wanted to ask you guys a little bit more about being an entrepreneur and like how you guys manage your time. Obviously, especially as you get started and you're putting in the reps and you're showing up what I'm noticing, like I'm working all day, you know, I wake up to when I go to bed, the issue is starting to come where it's like family time, right? Like I'm with my girlfriend, she has two kids. I want to be present. I want to spend time, but it's how do you get away from the constant looking at your phone? Like we'll be eating dinner and subconsciously I'm just picking up the phone, like sitting down. It's just my mind. It's always going. And I'm trying to figure out ways to set it aside. Like, do you have a time? How do you guys go about it being busy, going through your days, being entrepreneurs and having that time where you can be fully present with your friends and family? Mm. Yeah, we got some good questions to start the podcast. Cole, go ahead. You first. It's going to be a fun one. Guys, this is actually one of my favorite subjects to talk about because I feel like I'm very good at grind mode, but I'm also very good at disconnecting from work and like focusing on the individuals around me, whether we're going on vacation or I just want to spend time with Brian, not talking about work or Julia, et cetera. And it's because of the fact that I'm just like, my boundaries are set in fucking stone. Everybody write that down. Set your boundaries in stone. Like not like a thin, wet napkin. That's what a lot of your guys' boundaries look like. A thin, wet napkin. You're like, this is my boundary. And then like one person sent you a DM at 9 p.m. And you're like, fucking grabbing your phone, freaking out, trying to answer it. Like, I feel like you need to sit down and first off, build out your schedule. This is like the boring advice that I'm going to give you. All right, sit down, build out your schedule and plan out your day. When you actually want to start your work day? When does it start after you're done in your morning routine? And when would you like to quote unquote, take a step away from work so you could focus time on your girl and the kids? Okay, that's, that's the boring advice that I have for you. The not so boring advice and the other opinion that I have here is number one, embrace the season that you're in. If you're in full on fucking grind mode and you know you need to hit a certain metric in order to be able to provide a better life for your girl, for those kids, for yourself, then have a conversation and be like, yeah, I understand that I'm a little bit more distant lately. However, I know I need to be because right now this is what we're working towards and like lay it out because the biggest thing when it comes down to family time and being able to balance that work relationship balance, not work personal life, work relationship balance, I think is communication. Without communication, a lot of things will end up failing. And those individuals probably aren't going to understand what you're doing unless you actually communicate it and show it. The second thing that I had with that not so boring advice is put the power in your spouse's hands. Meaning when I go out on a date or if I'm spending time with Julia, this phone is not in my pocket, it's in hers. It's not in my hands, it's in her purse. I do not allow myself to have the power to check this thing because I want to be present with that individual. So if it's right here, of course, I'm going to fucking check it. You know why? Because guys, I turned on my screen time 
and I get 900 messenger notifications a day. That's not a fucking joke. That's actual facts. Like I can count every notification I get. I literally just opened this. I've got fucking over 70 literally popping up my phone. Of course, I'm going to check it if it's right here and it's dinging. So what I do is I literally close it down, put it on ghost and I give it to Julia and I'm like, you're mine. This is what we're doing. Put this in your fucking purse so I don't touch it. Make sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good strategy. Like handing over the power and giving it to them. I like that one. Mm -hmm. I think I agree with Cole and especially on the boundaries thing. I think that a mistake that I used to make is I would budget out my time effectively. So I'd be like, okay, like I'm going to do lead gen here. I'm going to do my podcast here. I'm going to do the gym here. I'm going to do sales call here. And then the only time that I'd spend with my wife is the time that I had left. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when you're growing your online coaching business, the only time that you have left is none because we get so good at like optimizing our time and getting more work done and getting more done in less time. And then we want to do more so that our business grows more, especially when we're in momentum and we've got clients. And the truth is like, when you start getting like 10, 20, 30 clients, like you'll get to a point where you can always be doing stuff. Yeah. You'll reply to all of your clients and then like 15 of them will reply back to you. So it's like, even though you're done, quote unquote, the work, it's like, it just continues because their clients get back to you and then you can reply or you do lead gen and you send out a bunch of messages and then 10 of them reply. And you're like, Oh, I want to get back to them before, you know, recency, I got to get back to them as soon as I possibly can. So I, I can get those sales. And all of that is very true. Like I'm just as diligent with my relationship time as I am with my business time. And I'll be honest, like sometimes I suck at that. And sometimes yeah. Kirsten needs to check me and be like, yo, like, hello, Same. hello. Like, are you there? <laughs> like, oh, so I think that like having an open, honest conversation with your spouse about this is super important. And being like, I am really interested in growing this coaching business to the next level. I do want to like continue to like scale it and take it and like be able to make more money, be able to provide more things, et cetera. But I want to provide more of a life for us and be like, so like, I want to draw a boundary where like, you know, what time do you usually work till Dustin? So right now, like I'm working until probably like last night, it was like, I was on my phone until 1030. Yeah, I'm doing my challenge this week. So there's more. Yeah, getting people set up, but like I was working, like I'm on my phone all day, right? And like yeah. that's the thing is like I think I need to have a time where it's like, okay, it's six thirty it p.m. Turn your fucking phone off. Yeah, six thirty. Oh shit. What time do you get up at? Like six a.m. Yeah, bro. Six a.m. No that's twelve hours of fucking work. There's no way you are fucking putting like what was that fucking fifteen hours of work in straight with no fucking breaks that you could not be spending with her. Are you fucking. There's just no way. Yeah, I'm I mean, a thousand dollars with you right now. That's the thing. Like we go to the gym. Like, so when I go to the gym, like she comes with me to the gym and things like that. Like I'm doing other things like going out for a walk and like, but like usually we go to the gym together, but then like we're coming back in the evening and then I'm like getting back to messages and like, mm. you know, it continues on. So like, I think I need like, like what you guys said, like have that time to shut off. I feel like six is early, but like, I don't know, like you're right. Like 12 hours to go, it like, obviously isn't there. Like I'm not working 12 hours straight. Like there's breaks and I'm going to the gym. But then like, you know, there's content there and I'm trying to pause. Get, but pause. This is, We're going to break this down. I want to have this yeah, conversation yeah. for a minute. Are you, you're only working online, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. You literally, you're like with this, that's 12 hours, but then you're like the gym. How long you spend at the fucking gym? One hour? About two hours. Okay. So we got 10 hours left to work on your fucking business. What else are we doing? Driving to and from the gym, which probably takes an hour, right? Okay. So let's do fucking nine okay. hours. You say content every day and eh, not anymore. You're going to batch content on fucking Saturday for four hours. You feel me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now we're not doing content every day. We got nine hours left in the day. What else are you doing? Adding people, lead gen, messaging. This week, like an hour each on those things. Yeah. Okay. So six hours, hour on each three of those tasks. What else are we doing? 
messaging, like reaching out to clients. Like I do calls too. So I let clients book 15 minute check-in calls, typically Sunday and Monday though. So I do that on those days. And this week it's the 14 day challenge. So like for me, I find a lot of the time is like, I'm on my phone and like the hours will go by because I'm just DMing people right now, getting them set up. And then it just drifts off. I find like a lot of times like getting caught up in the messages and stuff like that. Touche. When I so, go to post sometimes, sometimes like I'm trying to make more. Sorry, you're cutting out a little bit for me. I didn't want to cut you off, but I wanted to say this. When it comes down to your day, my man, what I want you to do is number one, turn the screen time on your phone. Okay. Because we need to see exactly what you're spending your time on. Because I would be like, I honestly would bet that you are going to be shocked at how much time is wasted on these fucking platforms and wasted on social media that does not need to be happening. This is a thing for all of you guys. I'm actually going to do a training for everybody in the academy. I showed Brian this. Brian was like, holy fuck, you should explain this to everybody. You can literally turn on your screen time and it will show you not only how many hours are spent on each individual app, but it will show you how many notifications you get from them and how much it's distracting you. All right. On a continual basis. My average phone time on a consistent basis is like six and a half hours a day. I'm trying to get it lower. All right. Because again, six hours a day, if I'm spending six hours on social media, I should have a a billion fucking followers right now. Like it's like, again, it's less of busy work and it's more of time optimization. So first off, turn your screen time on. Secondly, commit to 6.30 as your fucking end date. You said that's a little bit early. Work harder, work more intentional, all right? Put more time in, be more present when you're actually in your work sessions. And then number three, I was gonna like kind of go off of one of B's strategies, utilize timers while you're doing these individual things and be more intentional with them, all right? Because it sounds like to me, just face value to me, that you're doing a lot of busy work and less of intentional work because 15 hours a day, all right, with like the sporadic walk or gym for two hours, like it's a lot of time where we're just kind of doing stuff to do stuff and we could be optimizing. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And I feel you definitely be more intentional with my time, sit down, go all in, set those timers. And like, that's what I've been working on. And I've noticed I'm getting better at it being yeah. like more direct. It's like when I was first starting, like it was taking me like an hour or two to, add people, find people and stuff. And now I can do it in like 10, 15 minutes. And then same with the DMs. Like it was taking me like hours to find people to message, but like everything's getting much faster now. And I think setting the timers, like when I talked to you guys a couple of weeks ago, setting that time to message people, like B was like 20 minutes ago. So I've been setting the timer for 20 minutes. So it's getting better, but I appreciate your guys' feedback here. Cause like, I definitely need to tighten it up. And like, I know like in a 12 hour time frame, like you can get a lot done. It's being intentional with that time. So I yep. appreciate you guys. It's also like understanding that like your business there's only certain so effective that you can get with your time. And then you just can't get more effective with it. Like, what are you at right now, Dustin, for the month? Like around six grand? AK. Oh, dude, this could be your 10K month. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Closing okay, in, so, closing in. So first of all, let's fucking claim it. This is going to be your 10K month. Let's go. Let's <laughs> fucking go, right? So that's number one. Number two is I think that when you get to a certain level, you're going to hit $10,000 a month. The way that you're going to scale past that is you're going to start hiring people to help you with the things that you don't like that are taking up too much of your time. Mm-hmm. So right. the next level is like, first level is optimizing your time. Next level is hiring people to help you with those tasks. But you're climbing the ladder, bro. You're getting there. You just got to get a little bit tighter and a little bit more diligent. Yeah, no, 100%. I appreciate it, man. I'm going to tighten things up. I'm going to focus on that. And like, I'm going to set that time, like you guys said, like six thirty. I think seven is a good time. Cut it off seven o'clock and like have that, you know, 10, 12 hour day and optimize that. And like, this is what I have to work with optimize don't extend it right and carry on with those busy tasks that literally don't really accomplish much right oh let's go get fucking 10 bro let's go thank you guys i'm pumped let's get it let's fucking go bro i love it yo 
I wanted to touch on something you said here, B, before we move forward to the next person, because I think it's very important. Guys, like recognize why you're grinding. Obviously, Dustin brought up the fact like, well, I'm working towards like building this life. And like, I want to make sure that I'm spending time with my girlfriend and the kids as well. So I think it's safe to say that you are grinding and Dustin just nod your head if this is true. You are grinding to help provide a better life for them as well, correct? So I think it's a very important thing to recognize that like when you have this conversation with your spouse, all right, whether it's your husband or your wife or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, and you're talking about building this life for them and like for you guys together, you recognize as an individual that if you are consistently just buried into this phone, that it doesn't matter how hard you fucking work, the life that you end up building is not going to be worth it. You feel me? Like, if you don't recognize them, spend time with them, nurture the relationship while you're building the business, the relationship is not going to be as strong as you think it is once you start to get happy with the business. Does that make sense, guys? Yep. Like, I think it's very, very important to understand that communication and like dive into it as much as you can and force yourself into taking a break and spending time with your spouse, even though it's not like you don't want to when I utilize the word force. It's more of just like, I feel like as entrepreneurs, we get so fucking tunnel vision that we forget everything else. I'll forget to eat. I'll forget to drink. I'll forget to get out of this office sometimes. But now again, like Julia just knows we've been working together for so long. She'll literally come down and be like, Hey, you got to fucking eat some food, babe. Like, let's go. And she'll like pull me out of the office because we've had those talks before. I just want to make sure that I stress that. Cool. I love that. Alexa, you're up. Hey, what's up guys? Best day ever. I knew that was coming. My question for you today is what are like the non-negotiables and systems that I should like absolutely have in place before applying to the mastermind? Non-negotiables and systems you should have in place. Number one, your Facebook community should be active. So you should be like, make sure that the people in your Facebook community are engaging. And I would say like active is like three to five posts a day minimum. So your Facebook community should be active. Number two, you should be posting at least five times a week on Facebook and Instagram, ideally on TikTok as well. Number three, you should have some sort of experience or some sort of like, I would say at least you've experimented with live streaming, but it's not negotiable. I would say non-negotiable would be five posts a week on Facebook and Instagram because I don't want to teach you how to be consistent. I would say on TikTok, you're posting five times a week, ideally as well. Your Facebook community is active and engaged and you're over $8,000 a month. Everything else we can couch you on. Yeah. Because like I, the one thing that I believe in the mastermind is that like, when you get to the the mastermind level, like, I don't want to fucking like talk to you about being consistent. Like being consistent needs to be one of the things that you come with. That's like already installed. And because of being consistent is already installed, then I can be like, okay, Alex, I think you need to try this. Or I think you need to try this. But if you come to us on a mastermind coaching call, it's like, it's hard for me to coach if I'm coaching you on being consistent in the mastermind, because I'm like, if you just do the basic stuff, you're going to be successful. So once you're doing the basic stuff, then we can be like, try this, try this, try this. But if you're not doing the basic stuff, then our conversations are going to be like, go post on social media. And it's just not very fun for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then for Facebook community, do you mean my private group or public? Private. Private. Okay. Perfect. Because I do not have a public group yet. Oh, you don't, you don't need a public group yet. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. My private. All right. Cool. Awesome. Cool. What do you have for the month? Right now I'm a little over 11. Check it on Saturdays because I was very much so checking my income on like a daily basis and like getting obsessed with the money part. So this month I've just been like reconciling that stuff once a week, but I'm definitely over 10 K right now. Boom. And there we go. Remember when you were struggling at the start of the month? Yes, I do remember that. Turn that shit around real fast. Yes, I did. I needed to, I needed you guys to kick me in the butt. We got you girl. Perfect. Thank you guys so much. You're very welcome. No problem. I'm excited to see you there. 
Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Christina Portelli, what's up? Hi. It's been, I haven't been on podcasts in forever. So I know. This is exciting. So, okay. I love the questions prior to this, but mine is more of like an internal struggle. Okay. Mm. I'm still, oh, why do you guys always make me cry on podcasts? <laughs> you, haven't even heard- <laughs> you haven't been on here for anything. I, I haven't said I anything yet. I think it's because it's a safe space. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brian knows, yeah. fucking cry in his arms at the airport. Okay. So, I made a lot of changes. Like, Kirst had to have a couple tough talks with me and it just sort of like lit a fire under my ass to be like, okay, like let's hone this in. And then like my client retention was sucking and then I made some changes and now my retention is great. I finally surpassed 30 clients, which was a huge goal. And I'm sitting at 34 and that's all going really well. And then I started to have like record months. So I finally broke 8k, which was massive for me. And then, but then it's like, when did you stop feeling like the next shoe was going to drop? Or when did you stop caring that like your family's looking at you like who the fuck are you to be doing this like I'm getting a lot of criticism all of a sudden and I've only ever gotten support so it's like a huge change for me when you say criticism what do you mean almost like people are choosing not to talk to me because they think I don't know it's like I've set a lot of boundaries with friends in town like I had one friend she's like hey when you don't have Isaac like or if you do have Isaac because we can get his dad to watch him so we can go to the bar and I was like I'm just gonna be honest girl I was like Right now, if I don't have Isaac, my time is my business. And if it's not my business, it's me. And I said, I love you. It's not personal, but I, it needs to be done right now. And then I hit 8K. So it was like, I was really happy about that boundary. But it's like, my own family is looking at me different. Or like, they make weird comments. Like, I don't know. It's like, when did, when do you not care about that? Or like, how do you respond to it? How do you walk away from it? I don't know. Go ahead, Cole. I want to be vulnerable for a minute. You don't. Okay. And this might be weird for you guys to hear from me because like, let's be real when it comes down to like the baseline, like I don't give a fuck. Like I've dealt with so much criticism my entire life. Yeah. I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about because I was in the same situation. And so was Brian. Like I am ex- not post my family at all. Those three comments my entire fucking life. I've dealt with extreme hardships in my family, friends, same fucking thing. Snooty comments here and there, people cutting me out, <laughs> et cetera. But all right there's a large part of me that has that I don't give a flying fuck. And I could say that with like full heart, but then there's the days where it hits. All right. And that's where I'm like, I feel like it's never just going to go away because you're a human being. You're not a robot and you have fucking feelings. But I think in that time, it's good to recognize how far you've grown and it's good to re-cement yourself with the purpose of you grinding in the first place. You're not grinding for your mom, unless you might be right. You're not grinding for that fucking best friend who wants to drink you're grinding for that kid. So I think it's a very important thing to take a step back and then like reevaluate what the hell you're leaning into because friends not understanding your success and like leaving and making snood remarks is normal. If you guys are in this call right now and you dealt with that, put up your hand, all right? Like this is normal because people like to attack what yeah. they don't understand because people usually give up on their goals and then they get angry at other people who are making progress on it. People hate what they failed at. Write that down. 
people hate what they failed at. So they're going to hate on you for changing your life because they failed to do it themselves. When it comes down to family, yeah, they're going to make snood remarks or weird remarks or some of them might make harsh remarks that they cannot take back. But at the end of the day, you need to realize that again, people hate on what they don't understand. Okay. They don't understand why you're doing that when you could get a regular nine to five. They're making snood remarks about you working on your business when you should be spending time with your kid. However, the regular life is nine to five, eight hours out of the house, a kid with the nanny, and then coming back and spending time with it. You just got to realign yourself with your main purpose, your grind, your why. Because again, I could sit here and be like, I don't really give a fuck. And I, wholeheartedly can say that with confidence. I do not care what other people think of me anymore, but I would be lying if I said I'd never have those days where it hits and I feel truly alone. Well, and it's funny because I made, I've like been really punching girls in the gut with my connection posts lately. Like they've been blowing up and I've just been just like taking, I don't know, it's been, I've gotten amazing feedback. And then suddenly this one girl, she said I was fat phobic. She said my posts were me being, she's like, have fun dealing with your internalized fat phobia. And it was funny because I read that and I was like, get fucked. And I like, I unfollowed because I was like, we don't align. I was like, if that's how you took this, then the shoe fits, honey. And it was like someone in town. So I didn't care. So I was happy because I was like, whoa, Christina, a year ago would have been like, oh, I'm not fat phobic. Because it's like, I'm not. So it's like, that doesn't bug me. But it was just surprising. Like my mother, who's always been, I think I'm also too. I think sometimes the problem is maybe it's guilt because I realized people who I used to go to for advice, like my mother, now she's like bottom of the list. I would never go to her because I'm like, you're absolutely nothing that I want to be. It's like, I go to Curse, I go to Julia, I go to you guys. I go to that side of my life now. And I think it's almost like they feel me creating distance. And I don't know how to like, not feel bad about that. Because I don't, I find myself really distancing from them because they're all very stuck in their ways. And I don't want to be in that anymore. I'm going to be vulnerable now because I'm, I'm going to assume that a lot of you guys were assuming that I might be tough love to you. I'm going to be honest. I felt like sometimes I, like it really fucking gets to me. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm the type of person that I truly do try to like give my very best. And I try to go like all in and I try to like help people and I try to serve iron energy gym. I, I try to make it like friendly. I try to like upgrade the gym. I try to make it awesome for everyone. And then I find out that people are like talking shit about me and it like, it actually fucking hurts my feelings. Obviously, like, I'm like, I can't turn on that switch where I'm like, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Like, go suck it. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I'm also a human. Like, some people are just like talking shit. And I'm like, don't you understand that I have like fucking feelings too, that I'm actually like a human? Like, I'm like, the shit that you're talking is like, doesn't make any sense because I'm only trying to do good in the world. Like, it actually fucking bothers me too. I think that's something that's important to understand that like gives me fucking solace in situations like this is, and let's talk about content first. When you're creating content that like is hitting deeply emotionally, like when you're like resonating with people, you're fucking boom, you're triggering people. Yeah. You got to understand that that's going to be triggering people positively. And it's also going to trigger some people negatively. Yes. True. Like some people are going to be like, holy fuck. Yes. Like this is it. And then you're going to strike that same chord with people, but it's going to be in a negative way as well. And that's just like the way it goes. Like out of every hundred people that join the change Eyes Academy, there's going to be one that's like, fuck this program. Well, and we're dealing with that. We're yeah. dealing with that in women who win right now. People yeah. are upset about things and we're just kind of like, come on. They're mad at the everyone tag. People yeah. are really upset about I the everyone that. tag. And it's like, come on guys. Like we have yeah. bigger things to be upset about. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I think understanding that and understanding that people are always going to find something to be upset about in terms of your family. I think that like my perspective on this is very, very firm. And my perspective on this is like, yo, like I come from a family where like, I personally don't even like didn't associate with my family for a while because they were so negative. And I needed yeah. to isolate myself for a little while to like get myself in a fucking really good headspace. 
because every time I talked to him, it like dragged me down. And so I don't think you need to like cut yourself off from your family, but understand that like isolating yourself and like cementing this new mentality inside of you so that you can come back with compassion. Because when you start to make a change in your life and you go from like Christina, who was low level to Christina, who was high level, Christina that complained to Christina that's grateful. Like when you make that transition, it's almost like you need to be willing to let go of the old version of you. And the old version of you was the one that went to your mom all the fucking time. And so like, that's just a part of you that's not there anymore. And I think that until you cement this new reality, until this, you cement this new Christine, you might need to take some distance because by taking distance, like now, when I go to my family, I can be fully present and I can be present with compassion because I understand that they're not, they're probably not going to change your situation because my family's very stuck in their ways, but I'm also compassionate now instead of resentful. Whereas like before, because my new fucking B Mark hadn't been cemented. I was like resentful because every time I was around them, it was triggering me to be back like them. You understand what I'm saying? And so it's like- You actually, you hit it. You hit it. They won't let go of 16-year-old Christina who used to like flip tables when she was angry Mm -hmm. and fucking punch holes in the wall. So they're just, it's like, I'm not- They view you through that lens. Forever. Like they won't let it go. I'm 32 this year. And it's like, I don't do that anymore. Like I am a 360 degree different version of myself. And it all began with kicking it with cursed and then 10 K it all goes back to that. So it's Mm -hmm. like, and then I've gotten so much resentment where it's like, you're obsessed with your online family. Like, fuck Mm -hmm. yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm obsessed with growth. I've changed. I've become a better person. I decided that I didn't want to be like everybody else. I decided I didn't want to be fucking normal. I decided I didn't want to be the Christina that flipped tables anymore. I write posts about that and be like, people keep saying I've changed. Did, Fuck yes, yesterday. I've fucking changed. Fuck yeah, yes, I've changed. I made a post about my anger yesterday because I was like, I was the angriest person I knew. And it was just like, and I was, but I was grief. I was filled with grief. And it's like, and those posts are hitting the people. So it's like, my family calls that airing my dirty laundry because they're very waspy. Too fucking so. bad. How much do you love your mom? Do you like on a 10? Is like 10 out of 10? I would stop the world for my mother. So I would fucking be like, mom, can we go out for lunch? And then I would sit her the fuck down and be like, listen, when you like say that I'm airing my dirty laundry, it's really fucking hurting my feelings straight up. Funny. Cause I thought about this. I want to have a talk with her and say to her, like, there's just some boundaries I need to set with you because it's making me not want to be around you. And that would break her heart. Like I think her it's, heart would shatter. Instead of the boundaries I need to set, I would be like, you're hurting my feelings right now, mom. Like yeah. you are hurting my feelings. When I hear you make snide remarks, like you are supposed to be on my team. You were supposed to have my back. You're my mom. You're the person that I go to. And when like, I'm making $8,000 a month right now online, providing a life for myself that I never even thought was possible. And like, she got upset because I made more than her. She was like, what? She goes, you made more money than me last month. And I'm like, and and you'd be like, that's how it's supposed to be. And then be like, also my kid, be like, I want my kid to do better than me. What's your kid's name? Isaac. I want Isaac to do better than me. I want him to outperform me. Like, I want you to be cheering me on. Like, I don't want to feel anger or resentment towards you because I feel like I'm starting to actually achieve success now. And you still view me as this 16 year old Christina. Like, I'm not that fucking girl. Yeah. Isaac about to hit 10K. I just saw that comic come up and made my day. Yes. (laughs) Isaac about to hit 10K. Let's go. My son is, he's turning five this year. Like I got hate on the internet because he's been in videos with me and people are like, you should focus on what he wants to do. I was like, man, my kid asked to work out. He picks up weights and he's like, Look at this exercise. Yeah, and then, like, and then I'd be like, the reason my kid wants to work out is because I'm setting a fucking good example for him. What are you doing for your yeah. kids? Go fuck yourself. Exactly. He comes to the gym with me. You guys, actually, I listened to your guys' regret post this 
podcast at uh, the gym this morning and it inspired me to write something because it was such a good point and it was about the whole like I don't want my kids fucking taking care of me I want to die gracefully and like be there and be that amazing mother where it was like I was not only grandma but I was great grandma and I was active they didn't yes. put me in a home they didn't have to take off work to take care of me yes. like I want to be that I want to change that stereotype about growing old and having children so it was like it just killed me that she's turning into this so I was like what the fuck so I was like yeah I was like I definitely haven't uh, developed a huge sense of like I don't care what anyone says screw you guys but sometimes it's just kind of like I was on a real high and you really kind of punched me <laughs> like, yeah the especially the mom thing I'd be like mom like this is like I can't have this anymore like you're hurting my fucking feelings and I love you and I'm starting to resent you because I feel like you're like you're making jab comments at me and you're somebody that I trust so much and I'm like allowing you in and seeing you every day and then you just say something that cuts me down I'm your daughter. You need to cheer me on. Yeah. I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm doing better than you right now. And you should be well, proud of me. I think that's what upsets her. She's not at her retirement phase she wanted to be at. And I know she's stressed. And it's like, I don't want to be you when I'm older. I love you, but I don't want to be you. I don't want to feel this way at your age. You don't have to say that, but you should no. like oh, acknowledge no, it. Never. Acknowledge <laughs> it and be like, you need to cheer me the fuck on. Or I'm not going to come to you when I win. When I call you, yeah. I want you to be jumping up and down. And if that's not you, I'm going to fucking go to my online family because that's what they do for me. Brian and Cole oh, yeah, online family jumping up and down when I win. And every time I come to you, I get a fucking snide comment. Why do you think I don't come to you as much? Exactly. No, and I'm ready. I just, I feel so, ever since the trip to Kelowna for our in-person event, there was just this massive switch. There was this huge, and then I just, it was like record month after record month after record month. And I was like, I can fucking do this. So like, get out of my way. And then I got my virtual event ticket. So I was like, I'm ready. Yeah, you fucking did. Who else did? Get your goddamn yeah. ticket already. Go ahead, Cole. Get it. I was going to say, I think the last thing that I want to add on this girl, and I feel like everybody's going to get value from it, is two points. Um, number one, I think you guys need to check individuals when they bring up the old you. When you guys allow people to try to say who you are or put an old perception on you, it takes away your power. No joke. Yeah. If somebody's like, yo, you're that guy or like you used to, I'm like, ah, we don't talk about that shit. That's not me no more. You're talking about someone who's dead. We don't talk about the dead here. We talk about the living. We talk about the present. We talk about what's currently happening. And I'm not joking. Like if individuals bring up my past, I'm like, eh, we don't talk about that shit. Even if it's not a bad thing, because I just don't give a fuck. I don't live back there no more. I live right here. This is what I'm focused exactly. on. All right. This is what's going exactly. on. And the last thing I want to add with that, when it comes down to your mom, I do want to let you know that you need to be prepared that this conversation might not go the way that you want it to go. And if you do want to keep that relationship with your mom, then you just need to keep a mental check to not talk about the shit she's jealous about with her. Yeah. I feel like this is where a lot of you guys have that thought. Like, well, what the, what do you mean? Like my mom and dad should support me. They should want me to fucking win. All right. They're my parents, but they're also humans and people get fucking jealous of things. And I recognized at a very young age that I cannot talk about my success around a lot of individuals, including my fucking parents. Yeah. They're proud of me. They have no fucking idea what our businesses do. They have no idea how much money I make. They have no idea what I am doing in my household. Why? Because this is just not the individual I'm going to talk to. That's not the person I go to for what I need, which is sometimes a little bit of a good job. All right. Literally, if I though. need that, I don't go to my fucking family. All right. I don't because I know what I'm going to get. When I want to celebrate a win or we make a bunch of money or something happens, I don't call my fucking mom and celebrate with them. And I know some of you guys might want to do that, but you also need to understand that human beings are usually jealous, envious people. And that's just a fucking sad reality. There's a lot of individuals out there that cannot put their ego aside. So if you have a convo and it does not go well, then adjust 
the circle you celebrate with. And if you want to keep the relationship, just have boundaries around certain things. I do not talk around money with my family because it's not something that we talk about and it does never, it never goes well. Period. No, that's what the coaches chat is for with women who win. I was like, we all just hype each other up all day long. And it's like, that's where I go to. It's like, sometimes it sucks being on the other end of the country from them. But like, it's like, I feel more connected to them than anyone in town. So Good. I, um, but I super appreciate this call. I think also, I fuck all those people who just want you to podcast. drink. You need to be okay with being the like leader of your environment. Can I be honest? Yeah. I'm D I'm working through not feeling so lonely. Dude. Just not feeling lonely. Guess what? Leadership is probably the loneliest thing you'll ever fucking do because nobody oh, yeah. very few people fucking it, understand. Like, through when you guys were 10K, it was through that program that I was able to leave my kid's father. It was a horrible relationship. So I was like finding power in that. And it's like everything I've been able to accomplish. And I think it, it's just like every time the circle gets a little smaller, it's kind of like grieving that little loss for a bit and then moving on and just being like, it yeah. is what it is, but I know it's for the greater good. Yeah. So I'm just kind of working through the motions of that. But I got yeah. a new, I have a new coach. I'm starting with a new coach. I have my first call with her tonight and we're specifically working on like transformation of just finding my like powerful female leadership skill like just a whole bunch so I'm really excited to work with her and I just I know this is a part of the process I think just some days it kind of hits me yeah, it, it, it also hits me and Cole I was gonna say I think it's less about trying to become the powerful leader and it's more just about coming comfortable with yourself I was gonna say it's about loving yourself. <laughs> like again like you hired a coach and the first thing you said is like I'm working with them so I can become a bit more powerful leader. You just need to get comfortable with you because trust True. me, I get it. All right. There's days where I'm like, I'll like talk to Julia about this and I'm like, it hits hard. There's a lot of individuals that I thought were very close friends of mine. And I thought we were building a very good relationship with that. I don't speak to anymore. I literally have like five Same. people I can go to five Same. that I can actually have deep conversations with. And it's fucking hard to not be able to like do that sometimes. But at the end of the day, I just recognize the fact that, yeah, obviously it's fucking hard because we're leading the fucking pack and people don't understand the psychology of the fucking leaders 90% of the time. Also True. be super vulnerable. Like there, we had, uh, like we had some of our best friends here on the weekend and like, we were just like, everybody was drinking. And like, I was like, I, I'm just gonna be super transparent. Like I wrote a post about how I like wanted to do drugs on the weekend. Every time I drink yeah. too much, I want to do drugs. And so all my friends are having yeah. fun. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's partying, whatever. And then I got to a certain point where I was like, guys, like, I'm like, I feel like I want to do drugs. Like I got to back off. And I was like getting coaxed, but, but we used to, but we used to, but we used to. And I was like, no. And I drew like a hard fucking line. And like, I was straight up willing to walk away like permanently. If yeah. like, they didn't understand. I'm like, this is not who I am anymore. Like you guys see yeah. me through this lens, but like, I'm not this person. And people are like, oh, but you're not fun. You used to be fun. I'm like, this isn't my definition of fun anymore. Like my yeah. definition of fun is fucking pod chats. My definition of fun is like, growing my business. My definition of fun is like fucking like helping my clients. My definition of fun is like providing a life for my fucking wife. And this does not fucking involve it. Yeah. This isn't it. Oh, you might, this might be your definition of fun. This isn't my definition of fun anymore. So like, we just might not align. And I was willing to walk away permanently. Like, thankfully, like my friend respected my boundary, but like, yeah. it's like, that's like, this is who I am. And I like know that. So you got to be okay with that. Yeah, 100%. I do. You know and I know that's something I've always struggled with is just sitting in my aloneness. And I've listened to Cole's uh, like, pod, like um, podcast about it. I was like, oh, fuck, like it's me through and through. <laughs> like, through yeah. I've just, I'm just so anxiously attached. So it was like, even just having my son around makes me feel a little bit better. Like I sleep better when Isaac's home and he's not home. It's a little like, hmm, but yeah. working mm -hmm. on it. I hear you. Yeah. You got this shit. I believe you. in you. You're welcome. I appreciate you guys we'll so much. You. <laughs> we'll see you at the virtual event, homie. Let's go.
I think we're going to have time for a couple more. Let's go, I'm Jordan in. Cunningham. Let's go, King. Let's get it. Good, fam. Hope you guys are having an amazing day. You already know, bro. Best fucking day of our whole lives. <laughs> I was actually just going to say it for you guys, but I was just, I just wanted to hear from you. My question today isn't, I don't really know if I can put it into a question, but honestly, it's just like, I've just been needing kind of a perspective shift from you guys. I've kind of just been afraid to get on these pod chats for a while, but I'm here. I'm ready to ask. So I've been struggling for in silence for quite some time and I've just had it to the point where it's like, I'm fucking like just tired of where I am and I've been grinding, being super consistent. Everything's growing. TikTok has just been blowing up. Instagram's been doing all right. I mean, I've been super consistent on that. Everything's growing except for my income. And while I understand like I need to build that base before I like reap the benefits and like plant the seeds before I do all that stuff, right? I also just haven't seen anything from it so far. So I started a 14 day challenge and that's been going really well. And I have a lot of challenges that are getting some results in that challenge right now. And I think I just need a perspective shift from you guys because I just haven't seen anything from it. And I have the mindset of like, if I serve them, you know, enough, they'll come to me. And obviously that's not fucking working. So I need a different approach and I feel like it's a mental block that I have. So whatever you guys got for me, what would you say some strategies to capitalize on all these potential leads in my challenge and kind of kick me in the right direction? First of all, thank you for coming on the podcast and being vulnerable. I know it's difficult to fucking put yourself on in front of everyone and like ask a hard question. So kudos to you for that. My question for you, and I think cool consensus in your voice as well, is why don't you believe in your program? I, I do believe in my program. Why aren't you asking people to work with you? I think it's not about being afraid to ask them to work with me. It's how to approach them. And I think it's maybe being afraid of being salesy in some way, if that makes sense. When we say, okay, I want to go back. I want that's a bit. So we're going to say the same thing. So my question is like, here's the thing. I have no problem selling the fuck out of you, Jordan Cunningham. Also, where is she? Alexa, I have no problem selling the fuck out of you for the mastermind because I'm absolutely certain that the mastermind is going to change your life. Agreed. And so like, I have no problem on a fucking pod chats being like, Alexa, join the fucking mastermind because if you join, I'm going to massively impact your life because I know that the mastermind is so fucking good. I'm absolutely certain it's going to change your life. So my question for you, Jordan, is like, do you truly believe that if somebody signs up for your coaching program, that they will have their life significantly impacted as a result of working with you for 12 weeks. Absolutely. Like a hundred percent with every part of your soul. Yes. hundred percent. You are doing them a disservice by not getting excellent at fucking sales. Okay. You're also doing them a disservice by not asking. You think that you're being salesy by approaching them. I'm telling you that you're being rude by not approaching them because you know that your program is that good and you know that you could impact their life and you're keeping it to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's rude. Yeah. You're basically choosing to let all these busy women and all these moms just stay unfit and unhappy. Realize that. All right. Because the reason why Brian asked you this question and why I like, I went to cut him off right away is because we're going to say the same fucking thing. You don't, you can say to me all you want. Yes. I truly believe bullshit. Are you be fucking DMing people right now? That's why like you can, I literally seeing through all the fucking bullshit. It's something internally that you need like associate with. Because this whole like being salesy stuff is bull. The only people who say you are being salesy is broke motherfuckers who literally work at Walmart or something else and they never want to be sold and never want to buy anything. That's it. They're the same people who walk into a clothing store and when the clerk asks them, do you need help? They're like, oh, bro, I'm just fucking browsing. Dumbass, you're in their fucking store. They're going to ask if you need a size. You feel me? 
Like yeah. those are the people who say salesy. That you're going to be salesy. You are a fitness coach with the power to shift somebody's fucking life in an internal level. And until you understand that, truly understand it, not just saying that, saying it to me and Brian, then you'll start DMing. Then you'll go out there. Cause I'm looking at your TikTok right now. You got 10,000 followers. I pulled up your social media right away. We're sitting around a 5% engagement rate, which is decent on your account right now. We're getting between a 500 to like 10,000 views. It's like pretty ranged, but a lot of the high range views are like in-depth videos. You're giving actual individual tips to these busy moms. So you should be having conversations with them because right now you're like, well, I'm getting views and people are like, I think if I just keep giving people are going to reach out to me, what you need to ask yourself, and this is something that will shift a lot of your guys' perspective, hopefully, is why the fuck would they reach out to you when they could reach out to Clayton Snyder, who also helps busy moms? Also, why the fuck would they reach out to you when Clayton Snyder's reaching out to them and selling them before you even have a chance to because you're just waiting for them to line up? Also, why would they hire you or reach out to you when they could speak to Janelle, who is a busy mom? who is DMing them, who understands who they are on a deeper fucking level. This is where you guys are missing the mark. You would need to understand that even though we are a family in the Change Lives Academy, these individuals are also your competition. So unless you step at the fuck up, they will take the clients from you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Bro, I view it as like a responsibility. Yeah. Can I be vulnerable for a second with you guys? There are days that I feel like absolute dog shit. And the last thing that I want to do is get on a fucking podcast absolute trash just feels so bad and i understand now that i have almost a hundred thousand downloads of the podcast every single month and so i know if i don't podcast that there's going to be you know a potential one to three thousand people that i let down because that's how many people listen to every single episode that i put up so it's like a responsibility of me to fucking show up and serve i also know that my program is so fucking good like jordan i literally i'm like a fucking psycho you tuned into rise before every day yeah i'm a psycho i'm like my program is the fucking shit. I literally change lives every single motherfucking day. All right. My program is the best fucking program for women on the fucking market. Women need my program. Okay. How many people are in your 14 day challenge right now? 21. So you have 21 individuals. 21 women have raised their hand and said, Jordan Cunningham, please fucking help me. Please. I need help with my fat loss goals. Please assist me in my journey. And they've said yes. And they've committed. How many people are engaged? Would you say there's like 10 or 15 people that are engaged? Yeah, probably around there. Yeah. Good. Reach out to every single one of them today after this pod chats and be like, hey, Jordan, exclamation mark. Just wanted to check in on your progress of the program so far. Smiley face. And then when they say it's going great, you're like, great. I love it. I wanted to set up a quick 10 to 15 minute chat and talk about your progress in the program so far and to build you a game plan for after the challenge is done so you know what to do once the 14 days is up, period. You in, question mark. And then out of those fucking 15, seven of them are going to say yes. and be like, great. Send the calendar link. Here's my calendar link. Go ahead and book in. It always fills up quick. Send me a screenshot once it's done, period. Cool, question mark. And then they're going to fucking send you a link and then you're going to book a county and then you're going to sell a client today. Oh, that's what I need right there. That, that, kind of, that just clicked right there. So yeah. that's it, bro. There's like, I want everyone to hear this, all right? This is like, you're not the only one, Jordan. So thank you for fucking asking. There's so many fucking people online right now that think if I just produce content, if I build it, they will come. No, they won't. If you build it, they won't come. Not only do you need to market the fuck out of yourself, you also need to sell the fuck out of yourself. And before you sell the fuck out of yourself, like as into other people, you need to sell the fuck out of yourself. Like you need to be like, my program is the absolute shit. It is so fucking good. It is so good. It is so good that it's like, it is rude of me to hold myself back from offering it to the people that are on the other end of the screen. 
Because I know in my 14-day challenge, there are some women that are struggling with weight loss, which is why they joined the challenge in the first place. And so it's my responsibility to offer them a permanent solution so they no longer have to struggle with their issues anymore. And they can be better moms. They can be better lovers. They can be more confident in their own skin. They can feel better. And that's absolutely fucking priceless. And that's worth not only $1,000, that's worth $5,000. That's worth $10,000. And so I have no fucking problem charging them $750 for a 12-week program that I know is going to change your life for fucking ever. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Makes sense, bro. Yep. And I do 16 weeks, so it's going to even be more than 750 So Good. There I'll we post- fucking go. I feel like there's a big disconnect with a lot of individuals who think that people are going to reach out. Bro, this goes for you and everybody else. If people were just going to reach out to you because you have coach in their bio, they would already be fit because Google has all the information that you know how to teach. Let's be real, right? People can go on Google right now and get a custom program, fucking meal breakdown, the macros they need, the calories they need, fucking Chris Bumstead's workouts, all these fucking Olympian workouts. They have everything on Google. If they were going to go and find the information to lose the weight, they would have already fucking done it. This is why you need to start sending DMs out. This last tip I wanted to give you is based off of you personally, your content, because as Brian was just going through that, I went into your content. You need to start teaching these individuals what to do on your social media, meaning stop talking about it and be about it. All right. We got a couple of talking videos of you doing talking head videos on your Instagram right now, giving like basic tips. Then you scroll up a little bit. We get a little bit more of a gym theme. You've got this aura to your page. I like it. But then again, it's just a statement and then the beat drops or something else. And then there's like tips here. Do X, Y, Z, these three things, do this, tell them, I want you to do talking videos in the fucking gym, talking videos, showing them how to do a goblet squat, talking videos, teaching them how to tone up, what exercises should they be doing? Teach them, walk them through what to do. Don't just tell them what they could do. Make sense? Yeah. I've actually wanted to start doing that too. I just, I can't afford a microphone right now. So once I get the funds to do that, that's definitely- Fuck a microphone. Yeah, I agree. Fuck a microphone. How do you record in the gym with your phone? If I can't, I have to like scream to, for it to hear me. Is there a massive, yeah, you could do a voiceover like Simone said, 100%, like Brian just talked about. You could also, again, just go in a quieter place at the gym unless the entire gym is so fucking echoing loud that you can't hear anything. It's pretty big and pretty loud. So I'd I'd probably do voiceovers. I I like that idea. Let's try that. Yeah. All right. I'll do that. I have have one more piece of homework for you. All right. So you're going to do the 14-day challenge thing. I want you to schedule out calls to action twice a week on your social media call to action. And it's like, I'm looking for blah, 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 that are looking to get blah, 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 blah in the next 90 days or 30 days or 60 days. If that's you vote here. And then I want you to practice reaching out to prospects that are engaging in your social media and booking phone calls and changing their fucking life. I think that you are doing a great job in marketing. And I think now is the time where you go into the course, you study everything to do with lead generation, everything to do with lead generation, everything to do with booking calls. You said you want to grow your income, right? 100%. Thing that you're missing is lead gen and sales. All right. So that is where you need to focus 100,000% of your energy on lead gen sales, lead gen sales, lead gen sales, lead gen sales. Your content's good. So keep doing what you're doing with your content and now focus your learning energy. Instead of being frustrated about the lack of income, take that same energy and pour it into learning about lead generation and sales in the Change Eyes Academy. We've got like dozens and dozens and dozens of videos you can watch as well as live trainings as well. So lead gen and sales is the trainings that you need to be tuning into. Got it. Appreciate you, boys. Cool. Dude, thank you for coming up. I appreciate the great question, bro. Thank you. Well, that guys, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. If you didn't get a chance to come onto the podcast and we kind of didn't get a chance to get to you, make sure you show up at 10 a.m. PST because whoever's first and raises their hands, we usually only do three people, but lately we've been going for an hour. 
So everybody we can get in an hour we get, but we want to respect everybody's time. So Cole, where do they find you, bro? The Wake Up the Wolf podcast or Colos to Silva on TikTok and Instagram. Bro, no joke. Did that feel like an hour to you? It didn't. No, it, no, it didn't. Also, I want to say something. If guys, if you are, if you are listening to this and you want to find me, I'm on the Change Lives Make Money on the Internet podcast. I got something to tell you, bro. So this morning I was in the gym and I was talking to uh, one of our members and they're like, yeah, every single morning I listen to a podcast. I'm like, oh, cool. Which one? He's like the Wake Up With The Wolf podcast. Oh, he's like, oh, and you're on it every Wednesday. And I was like, ding. I'm like, he doesn't listen to the Change Lives Make Money on the Internet podcast. He listens to the Wake Up With The Wolf podcast and I'm on it every Wednesday. So if you're listening to this podcast on Cole's podcast, come find me on the Change Lives. There we go. That's lit. Guys, also make sure you tune in tomorrow. We're going to do our joint podcast. We're fucking making sure that we hit even more of these. And uh, if you thought Living With Regret was a fire fucking episode last week, this episode is going to blow your fucking face off. Let's go. Peace, love, and protein. Have the best day of your guys' entire life. Peace. Peace.